0: welcome to the Actually Autistic Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Onstad. Today, I'm going to talk about autistic burnout. In the autistic community, this frequently gets referred to as just burnout, and that often leads to misunderstandings, especially when talking to holistics who sometimes experience burnout differently. So, For the purpose of this episode i would like to make clear that i am talking specifically about autistic burnout there has been very little research done on this topic but it is an issue of immense interest in the autistic community which has led to a lot of theories i think it's important to distinguish between the cause of autistic burnout and what triggers that burnout for example masking is frequently mentioned as a cause of burnout but it is much more accurately described as a Possible trigger for Autistic Burnout for some people. The reason that this distinction is important is because many people who don't mask or have stopped masking still experience burnout. And when the conversation about burnout focuses only on masking, as it frequently does in Autistic spaces, it gives the impression that all that's needed to stop burnout is to stop masking. I devoutly wish that this was true. Burnout can happen even in a completely safe environment with no holistics or other stressors. It can happen even if your home life is stable and you feel loved and supported. It can happen even if all you do is write about Shakespeare and make podcasts. I personally don't think we know anything at all about what causes burnout. I have a few theories, but let me be clear. These are just theories and speculation. I wish we knew more. So, it could be past traumas that still have the emotional charge attached to them and cannot be healed from. Over time, these become exhausting because they never go away. So, this is, in other words, this is like a standard trauma response. And we know that this happens to some degree. The way that I think it could be different for autistics is because of our lack of synaptic pruning, as I covered in an earlier episode often the emotional charge to that trauma just continues. It never goes away. It never dissipates, no matter how long ago it was. And I think that that can be exhausting. I know it's exhausting to me, and it's something that I've experienced. Okay, here's theory number two. It could be age-related. As we age, the difficulty of being autistic in an holistic world, even if we don't mask, or maybe especially if we don't mask, May just wear us down over time. Three, it may be an autistic response to post viral syndrome or a form of myalgic encephalitis or chronic fatigue. And I'm not going to go into that a whole lot here because I'm going to talk about it in another episode, but there may be a connection here to autistic burnout. Four, it may or may not be related to hormonal fluctuations. We just don't know. What we do know is that it's disabling. It can strike without warning, and that just trying to power through it makes it worse. It is not depression, although it can be co-occurring with depression. We know that it is more prevalent in women, but that may be because women are more likely to talk about it because of societal gender norms. The experience of burnout is extreme exhaustion and hypersensory sensitivity. It can strike without warning and then go into remission, and there is no clear reason why. There are often co-occurring medical conditions that may be a factor, but again, so little research has been done that we just don't know. What we do know is that people suffering from autistic burnout need rest in a limited sensory environment. Some need a completely dark room and can't even listen to music or audio voice recordings. Mostly, I hope that the condition gets studied and that we find some answers. Because it's something that I struggle with almost daily now, in spite of my current idyllic personal circumstances, and even though it was not an issue for me at all when my life was much more stressful in my childhood and my young adulthood of my 20s and 30s. I have found rest, meditation, pacing, which means regulating the time you spend on a given activity and quitting before you are tired, not walking around kind of pacing and some dietary changes to be helpful. Exercise is often not helpful and can be harmful. Again, this is not depression and treating it like depression will almost always make it worse. So here's my comforting words of the day. If you or someone you love is suffering from autistic burnout, you aren't imagining things and you can stop blaming yourself. Give yourself or your loved one as much support as you can. And even though burnout is terrible, The experience can be made much more pleasant simply by accepting that it's not your fault. Now, here's your joke of the day. To be clear, I do not write these. I steal them fair and square from anonymous lists on the internet. Two artists had an art contest. It ended in a draw. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with me on this mini-episode of the Actually Autistic Podcast. If you are interested in hearing more of my content and like Shakespeare, then you are in luck. I have two podcasts, one called There Will Be Body and another one called The Twelfth Night Podcast by Rose City Shakespeare. And I wrote a book called A Midsummer Night's Dream Illustrated Handbook and Encyclopedia. If you are listening to this, maybe... Later on, 2023 or later, then I probably have another book out already called The Twelfth Night Illustrated Handbook and Encyclopedia, and I'm probably working on one for Romeo and Juliet by 2023. Also on a role-playing game podcast called Shattered Worlds RPG. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for being actually autistic.